This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Getting things underway this evening was, of course, Faster Pussycat and Babylon from their self-titled debut album that Barton requested, who isn't here this evening. Instead, we've got his younger, better-looking brother, Newton, on production duties for only the second time. Can we please have seven seconds of arena-style applause? (laughs) 
Thank you, Fenley Bridges, who is, as always, busy engineering away, pressing all the right buttons. Having said that, though, tonight's show has been pre-recorded because as you listening live, not you, Sunday morning repeat listeners, I am at the Black Heart in Camden Town to see the Hit Priests for my first non-social distancing, standing up straight gig since I saw Paradise Alley at the Hope and Anchor on the 28th of February, 2020. Right, I better crack on with music and Iron Lizards have lifted a second single from their Hungry for Action album that is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 17th of September. The song in question is Obey, Forward Stroke, Annihilate and sounds remarkably like this. Sure you remember that I love the Beatles, who were the first of my life-changing bands. The second was the Damned, and the third, Helicopters. I think Yesterday is or was the most covered song by any band of all time. Obviously, this statement heralds us to this week's Covers Corner. Many bands have covered the Fab Four over the years, and as you know, for me, nine times out of ten, covers need to be different from the original. I thoroughly enjoy listening to the Punkles, Beat the Punkles album of Beatles tunes, punked up and sped up. It's almost like it's how they would have sounded if they remained in Hamburg and uh, had not been smartened up by Brian Epstein. A couple of weeks ago, I spotted the Beat Hells self-titled album on the strength of the cover Aping with the Beatles, or for you US listeners, Meet the Beatles album cover. Track listing, as expected, was all Beatles. So was Julie purchased calling itself the beat hells sounded like musically yeah it was going to be more on the extreme side of punk once the mp3s had been fired up i discovered that that wasn't the case heavy power pop is the order of the day and i can't stop listening to said album the band is a lockdown project put together by neil star real name from phil campbell and the bastard sons and sibby hafner also real name from itchy due to the nature of the beast uh, it seems sadly and unlikely we'll see the band playing gigs or recording a follow-up as there's only so much mileage you can run up. However, having said that, I did read an interview with Neil with regards to live gigs 
and a follow-up. And it all hinges on the reaction of this album. Well, I'm up for both. Covers corner. You're really getting into this, aren't you, Newton? Our Indonesian junk who have just released their version of D Generations She Stands There that was recorded during the sessions that spawned this year's Living in a Nightmare album that's going to appear on an up and coming D Generation tribute album. like they're calling it a day are the nuclears to be fair i've not really played much by them since their inception 
in the uh, mid-noughties, now bearing in mind. I didn't start the show until 2007. Having said that, uh, the Fivesome didn't release anything until 2011, so, um, you know, I guess that lets me off four years. Anyway, the band's last hometown gig was on Tuesday, just gone, with seemingly their very last at the TVI at the Ridgewood on the 18th of September. I will be sorry to see them go, having actually never seen them live. Uh, from the band's last album, Seaside, that came out earlier this year, this is I Just Want to Have Nothing to Do. <laughs> of Fridays ago, we saw the welcome return of Bandcamp Friday, where said platform waves its admin fee. Basically, the money you spend on an album or a song, 100% of that cash goes directly to the artist or the band in question. As per usual, Ginger Wildheart once again came up trumps with the Live Goodness digital album. That, as the title suggests, features all live recordings, 59 of them, which works out about 17 pence a track. I mean, what's not to like? Uh, changing the subject a little bit, but uh, last Friday, as in the 13th, the Wild Hearts released another new track from their up and coming new album, 21st Century Love Songs, in the shape and form of Sleep Away. By rights and keeping things current, I should have played it on last week's show. However, as I mentioned, I was absolutely dog tired. I obviously knew it was coming out, as it was announced on the Wednesday, with an accompanying video that makes the original one for If Life Is Like a Love Bank suitable for kids tv i'm missing the london and brighton september wild hearts gigs but i'm seriously contemplating seeing them in nottingham on the 15th of december as my daughter is currently living there so i could crash at hers not that she knows yet and uh, the middle night men are the opening act with discharge and in the middle 
admittedly, I am seeing the Wild Hearts down in Dover on the 4th, but uh, I'm still very much tempted to take that trip up to Nottingham. To be honest, I haven't been a fan of Discharge's recent studio material or, or them live, but I'm certainly open and willing to get back into them.
Thanks for tuning in to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Where you don't have to wear a mask or observe social distancing. Ladies and gentlemen, was Discharge and The More I See. My favourite track by them, and Bones isn't even on it. Right, next on my Bandcamp Friday shopping list was Chris Catalyst in his Robo Christ. Guys, now, Robo Christ was the first time I saw Chris live when he was the opening act at the LA2. Can't remember who the headlining band was, but it was certainly Ginger related. I think Goddamn Whores with the middle band that had Ginger on bass and Random John Paul on guitar and along with Jay Sedwards, but I could be wrong. Anyway, seemingly armed with just a guitar, a boombox with a silver-painted head, blacked-out eyes and mouth, Robo Christ took the musical piss and went down a storm. Straight afterwards, Chris was at the merch table, still as Robo Christ, with me swiftly eyeing his CDR that he had on offer with him signing the card, Sniff Your Armpits. Well... This CDR has been Dave Draperized along with two bonus tracks from the uh, Leeds Festival 90s Banger Party Mix and the Radio 1 Made Avail session he did in February 2005. This is Kill Your Head. Your ego is writing checks your body can't catch. 
bonkers. Screeching Weasel for two weeks only. So if you're listening in live, you've only got a few hours left. Digitally re-released the I Want to Be a Homosexual. She's giving me the Creeps single and the My Right EP. The latter features four demos and you know how much I love demos. Oh, before I forget, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the Neon Bond version of Didn't You Used to Be Somebody was an unreleased demo. I was wrong as it was officially released on the long out-of-print Trail of Destruction EP by said band. So there you go. From the My Right EP, this is Screeching Weasel and their first demo of Hey Suburbia with the finished article ending up on the band's second album, Bugada, Bugada, Bugada. Last week, I mentioned that today there was going to be a new segmentation called Grammar Free in the UK that I'm doing in conjunction with Derek and Dave Philpot, who, during the lockdown, wrote to various UK punk bands asking pertinent and relevant questions to some of their songs. The letters and responses were published in, unsurprisingly enough, the Grammar Free in the UK book. Now, I was approached by the father and son duo with a view to interviewing them about said book. As you know, I'm not big on interviews. Mind you, having said that, the one I did with Steve Vincent thoroughly enjoyed and it seems to have gone down rather well. So anyway, I suggested that instead of an interview, how about if I contacted a few of the bands in the book, get them to record their response, if not reply, to the letters that were sent to them, then put that after recording of the original letter alter the soundtrack of the song in question. Nice and simple. Not much work for me to do avoiding the interview. Except the response has been so good, so good, that if everyone that said that they were up for it did their bit, I'd have enough material to do one a week for the next six months. Kicking things off is Eddie Edwards, drummer, with the vibrators. Grammar free in the UK. The lockdown letters. Bonkers correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. Dear the vibrators, as an ardent champion of a good old-fashioned transmission, I was writing initially to question your endorsement of non-manual vehicles. I pondered that it may be part of some subliminal publicity campaign. Having scrutinised the song lyrics, I now realise that Automatic Lover is actually appealing to an unhinged lady with a penchant for continuously firing weaponry. Initially relieved to learn that she carries an automatic pistol but she ain't got no magazine, it then struck me that this indeed could be a bad time. 
you were perhaps not referring to an absent ammunition cartridge, but instead a lack of specialist periodicals such as perhaps what gun, shooting times, or recoil off-grid monthly to distract her from a cycle of violence that would rip up the city. If indeed the wretched woman is losing it, I hope that we can all look into the future to the day they caught the killer. Yours, Dee Philpott. Dear Mr Philpott, actually that is pure mania. The guy that wrote that, he's a psycho. If it was a girl, then she has no heart, but she's bringing me down, and I'm sure she's bringing you down too. I suggest you fall in love and wake up to the reality. On a slightly serious note, the thing that inspired Knox to write that song was a girl who came to our gigs in Hamburg and had an unloaded pistol in her pocket. She really had an automatic pistol that had no magazine. There are some strange people out there, and back in the day, they all seemed to come to our gigs. Still do, I suppose. Still, I hope you're not having a bad time in this lockdown, at least. I can keep it clean around the house and no longer do I need a slave. I'm going to do a runner and say goodbye to all the bad puns and bad time too. This lockdown is just a crazy dream, I hope. Cheers, Eddie. Free in the UK by D&D Philpott is available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke or from your favourite independent book or record shop. That was all right, wasn't it? Rhetorical question, Newton. Uh, Tom from the Phobics is up next week, who I am seeing right this very hour at the Blackheart. This is the Control Freaks and FBI taken from their new album, Get Help. This is Toya Wilcox and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And it would be a mystery if you listened to anything else. Get out there and rock! I'm bored. 
straight after the Control Freaks and FBI. You heard because I played the Live Takers and Bonus, taken from the band's one and only self-titled, self-released EP. Now, not many bands can retain the same level of fans when an iconic frontman leaves that band. You know, Sabbath managed it with Dio, replacing Ozzy. Uh, Iron Maiden got away with it when uh, Bruce Dickinson took over from Paul Diano. Not so much with Blaze Bailey. And the Stranglers are still able to pack medium to large-sized venues 31 years after Hugh Cornwall walked away from the Men in Black. Well, in March, Keisha De Silva, frontman and founding member of the Hard-Ons, was let go, with Tim Rogers named as his replacement last week, coincidentally. A new song called Hold Tight was released at the same time that has been lifted from the band's up and coming new album, I'm Sorry Sir, That Rift Has Been Taken, that is due to hit the real and virtual record shops in October. In the meantime, here's a single. And when I say LA Guns, I mean LA Guns as in Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis, who are actually uh, no stranger to having different frontmen. I've seen them with uh, Phil, obviously, uh, Jizzy Pearl, and even early vocalist Paul Black. Although not back in 1985. Anyway, LA Guns will be releasing Checkered Past, a new album, through Frontiers Records in November and will be the band's third since Phil hooked up again with Tracy in 2016. I have to say, and I know LA Guns' output is somewhat slightly greater than Guns N' Roses, but putting up LA Guns' new single, Knock Me Down, against Guns N' Roses' new track, Absurd, LA Guns win hands down. But, you know, don't take my word for it.
actually, to be fair, the Guns N' Roses song does cut the mustard. Not enough for me to fork out a mortgage repayment to see them live next year, but I'll certainly purchase a new album if one ever sees a live day. Until next week, this is Hardcore Superstar and their new single, Catch Me If You Can. Take it easy. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Newton Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. <laughs>